0: Well, good morning, church. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen? Well, last week we began a new series of messages that we are calling Without Love, Love Without. And this series really is an opportunity for us to take a look at our hearts. As people of God, we should be checking in on our hearts on a regular basis. See, it's important that we understand what it is that's motivating our words and our actions and our attitudes. Scripture says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. In other words, without Jesus, our hearts are sick, and we are the ones who choose how to care for our hearts. And so we bring them to Jesus, and we ask him to reveal things in us that are not of him and to help us bring those things to him so that he can help us get those things in line with his word and his ways. And so this series of messages really is an invitation for a heart check. Last week, uh, we took a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is most often referred to as the love chapter. This passage on love, what it is and what it is not, is part of Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. And throughout the letter, Paul's talking to the church about the importance of unity and how they've been acting out of their own interests and desires and preferences and not been about the things of God, not seeking to love people or point them to Jesus, but fighting for their own way and their own comfort. And Paul points out something very important here, something that really is a key component of how we walk out our faith. And he basically, he says that in all that we do in life, in all that we do for the cause of Christ, in all that we do for the church, in all that we do for the people around us, in everything that God has blessed us with and in how we let those blessings spill out of us, that in all of those things and many more, that if we do them without love, without that life-giving source of love that God has placed in us, that Jesus has modeled for us, that the Holy Spirit stirs up among us, without that, without love, we are nothing. We have nothing. We gain nothing. Love is everything. And when we do things in love, that's powerful. And that is gratitude in action. And that is changing without love we're just making a bunch of noise but when we are rooted and grounded in love when love is a part of who we are and not just how or why we do what we do uh, then we can express love in ways that make a difference ways that bring life and so today we're going to talk about how we can love without words next week we're going to talk about how we can love without fear and in the final week, how we can love without limits. Without love, we are nothing. But when we have love, we can love without the focus being on us or about us. We can give up ourselves to be used by God, yes? So our scripture text for this morning is 1 John uh, chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. Scripture says this, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech but with actions and in truth. So if we were to back up a few verses, we'd see that John begins this chapter with these words. He says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God (laughs) you see God loves you his love for you is so deep and so intense and so full and so unconditional it truly is an extravagant love and the abundance of his love is without measure like I mean like really for real God really loves you And John says we can see God's love and we can know God's love. It's because Jesus laid down his life for us. He gave it all so that we might know love without conditions or limitations. His blood on the cross paid our sin debt in full and that was the most amazing and profound expression of love that we will ever know. And because we have been loved with that kind of love, we should be instruments of that kind of love in this world. Our lives should be seasoned with that kind of love. In fact, I've heard it said that the true test of whether we are abiding in Christ or not will be seen in our level of compassion for others. In other words, the evidence that our faith is alive and that we are growing closer to Jesus is seen in how we love people. Because the more we know him, the more we just can't help but love others and help others and be available to others because it is part of who we are in him. It's part of our DNA to be people of love, yes? John says, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. So let me say this, John is not saying that we should not love with words or speech. Like the way that we speak, the words that we choose, the way that we choose to say those words should be in love and we should speak expressions of love because those things are important as well. But what he is saying is that uh, what we say will be revealed as truth or as lies by our actions. It's in our actions that people learn if our word is good. And so don't stop speaking love but make sure you live out those words by your actions. That's how we love without words. So straight up, these principles are not unfamiliar to us, right? This is basic stuff that we've heard time after time. But sadly, we do need to be reminded sometimes to be people of love. And I think that's because it's easy to become weary in doing good. And when we're weary, we just don't love people really well. So when we talk in terms of being people of love and loving without words, I thought about four important points to help refuel our expressions of love. And the first one touches on that feeling of weariness, and the point is this, to be people who love without words, we must be centered in and fueled by our connection with Jesus. That regular setting aside time to pray and listen and read the word and grow closer to Jesus is of the utmost importance. He is the source of that love and we can't have that love flowing through us if we're trying to do it in our own strength. It has to come from him. And as we seek him more and more, we will know his love more and he will help us not only to know love for ourselves but to be equipped to show love. To others as well you see sometimes we fail to love others well because we get tripped up or wrapped up in our own stuff We get weary, we get exhausted, we get frustrated. We begin to doubt the necessity of love. We feel the weight of the energy it takes to love. We start to feel self-conscious and maybe even a little bit self-centered. And those things are things that happen to all of us and the cure for all of that is found in Jesus and connecting with him, listening to him, being filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that is the first step. In being people who love without words, it's being connected on a regular basis to the source of love. And second, if we are going to be people who love without words, we have to be intentional. We have to be looking for opportunities to love. And we have to be ready to respond when God gives us those opportunities. Because here's the thing about love, you've got to show up for it, right? You've got to show up. You've got to be willing to give up your time and give up your own agenda. It might cost you some money. It might mean that you have to go way out of your way for someone else. But you have to be willing and able to respond when the opportunity comes. And that process of preparation is intentionality. Be intentional in the way that you prepare for your day and in the way that you filter what you hear and see around you and what you feel inside of you. And so what does it look like to be intentional in that way? Well, I think there's lots of practical things that we can do to be prepared to respond, prepared to love without words. One thing you can do is to leave a little bit of flex time in your schedule. See, the truth is that we're all so busy. There's so many things that, that we need to attend to and there are only so many hours in the day and we've become a society of people who jam pack our schedules so full that we barely have five minutes to spare between appointments. And when we are that scheduled, we don't really have the time to love well. But if we will leave a little flex time in between commitments, that allows us the opportunity to uh, stay in one place a little bit longer and maybe see a need that we can meet. It gives us the space to maybe help a stranger change a tire along the road or load groceries into their car or pick up some things that they've dropped. Leaving a little flex time gives us permission to stop and look for those opportunities around us in a more intentional way. Here's another example. Uh, I don't know about you, and I'm probably in this crowd in the minority, but I don't carry cash around with me anymore, almost ever. It's like I don't even know what to do with cash anymore. It's all plastic or it's all digital, and uh, cash is just kind of clumsy at times. But really, we have so many opportunities throughout the day to do a thousand little things for others, but sometimes not having cash in your hand stops you from doing that. Like I went out to eat recently, and I didn't pay the bill, and I thought, well, I'd like to leave an extra something for the waitress, but I I didn't have any cash on me. And so I missed that opportunity to be a blessing and to share a little bit of love without words. And so maybe uh, making sure that you have cash in your pocket is something that you do with intention to be available for God to use you to love on someone else. You see, opportunities are around us every day, but sometimes we're just not properly prepared for them. And so if we are to be people who love without words, we must be intentional. And third, we must be in the habit of showing love without words, And that means that we're not just like, hey, you know what? One time a year, I do something for somebody else not just once a year, but uh, we are people who have a regular habit uh, of looking outside of ourselves to be useful and helpful to those around us, that we are motivated by the love that God is constantly growing within us, and because he loves us, we love others. Because he loves us, we help others. Because he loves us, we serve others as often as possible. We are in the habit of love because we serve the God who is love, and his love, It just spills out of us all the time, and so we are in a habit of showing love without words. And finally, to be people who love without words, I think we need to make sure that we do not discriminate. See, Scripture warns us over and over again not to show favoritism. And I think we need to be mindful of the fact that it is so easy to love people who are just like us and so difficult at times to love people who are not like us. And Jesus says this in Luke chapter 6. He says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Sometimes that ain't easy. It is easy to love people who are lovable but God calls us to love people even when they are not lovable, even when they are not on our side, even when they don't think like us or look like us or work like us or even like us. And loving people without words can be seen in how we treat them and every person deserves to be treated with respect and kindness. He's kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Well, these are all things to keep in mind as we set out to love people without words. And I want to challenge you with a few things in this season. As a church, we want to be intentional to offer opportunities to collectively show our love in our community. And so as Kathy mentioned, this month we're going to be collecting food for our local food pantry. This is one of the easiest ways that we can love without words. So starting tomorrow, we're collecting canned goods and non-perishable food items. Um, So as you are out shopping or as you are ordering your groceries online, will you be intentional to think about and to provide for someone else in this way? And we'd invite you to bring those items into the church anytime you're here, starting tomorrow through February 26th. And then more specifically, I want to challenge you this week to find someone every day to show love to without words. Maybe it'll be an act of service. Maybe it's a kindness you show by meeting a need. Maybe it'll just be a a surprise blessing that you pass on to someone else by buying them a cup of coffee. Or maybe it's even inviting someone you know out to lunch just to spend some time connecting with them and loving on them. Or maybe you decide to go big and find a huge need that someone has, like an unpaid medical bill that you can cover, Uh, or you help out with a utility payment, or you buy a tank of gas, for somebody, or maybe a dozen eggs in our day, right? Go big. But find someone every day to show love without words. And it doesn't have to be difficult, and it shouldn't stress you out about who it is that you're gonna bless. God will show you if you ask him, God, show me who you want me to show love to without words today. And if you have a difficult time hearing his voice in response to that, maybe you're just gonna love the person in front of you. Whoever it is, uh, whatever way God leads you to do it, show love without words this week, every day this week. And don't try to do it without love. Don't try to do it out of obligation, uh, but do it out of a heart that is overflowing with the goodness of God because God has been so good to you that you just can't keep it all to yourself. Can you do that this week, church? Amen. Without love, it is all nothing. But with love, we can change the world. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for the opportunities that you give us each day the opportunity that you've given us this day to come into this fellowship of faith, to be among these fellow believers, to come around your word, to to sing praise to your name, to lift up our uh, hearts of gratitude in this holy place. Lord, we thank you for that opportunity. And We thank you for the opportunities that you will give us throughout the rest of the day and throughout this week especially. Opportunities to love someone else without words. Opportunities to be compassionate. Opportunities to meet a need. Opportunities to be a blessing. Not because of us or anything that has to do with us, but because you have loved us and your love flows through us. God, help us to be instruments this week of your love. Every time all the time. Show us, Lord, who you want us to bless. Show us who you want to speak to. Show us how to be intentional, how to be prepared, how to set out every morning looking to show love without words. God, we are so very grateful for the love that you show to us every minute of every day. God, we're thankful for the blood of Jesus that makes us clean and whole and gives us the opportunity to be in relationship with you. God, we're thankful that we serve a God who cares and knows and loves and listens. May you be glorified in us this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I don't know what the Lord is speaking to you today through this message, but your invitation is to identify what next steps he might be calling you to take. Maybe it's a conversation, maybe it's information, maybe uh, it's something he's been speaking to your heart for a while, but you've never said yes. And maybe today is the day that you say yes. And so we'd invite you to connect with us if we can be of assistance to you uh, as you take that next step in your faith journey. We'd be honored to walk with you, to pray with you, um, to do life with you uh, as you as you grow closer to him. So now we're going to